Welcome to another episode of the Positive Change Podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Harmer, your host for this podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about why some change efforts fail, regardless of whether they're small or significant. And the importance of dreaming big, but starting small. And this comes on the back end of the recent COP26 climate change initiatives at Glasgow that some have reported as being a significant failure, and I unpack why that may have occurred. So if this is a topic that interests you and how you think about your entrepreneurial adventure and your change initiative and how you maintain progress and keep things moving forward towards that positive change you want to see for the world, then this episode is for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Richard Harmer, and you're about to discover new ways to go from overwhelm to thriving in your business and in your life by following your passions, pursuing your unique life purpose, and stepping fully into your infinite potential. You deserve to live your best life, a life filled with all of the clarity, courage, and commitment you need to be happy and to make a positive impact on the world. So get ready, because this podcast challenges society's expectations for what it means to be successful in life and in business and invites you to grow beyond outdated assumptions for defining who you are. Welcome to the Positive Change Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Positive Change Podcast. As I started in my introduction, I want to start with COP25, the Glasgow Climate Change Initiatives that have recently completed. 197 countries participated in these negotiations to really look at how do we turn the ship around, this Titanic around, around climate change and be more climate positive for our and our children's future. Now, yes, there were some significant wins in the COP25 Climate Change Congress most definitely. But by all reports, many suggested that it was a failure and that it failed in the last 60 minutes of the session after several weeks worth of negotiations and planning about how to strike an accord around climate change. Yes, we have kept the plan of holding climate warming or global warming to 1.5 degrees. We've kept that alive. The pulse is pretty weak, but we're still going. And yes, we did make a commitment to phase down coal. And that was the most significant shift, the most disappointing element of this climate change initiative by all accounts, that we moved from a wording of phasing out to phasing down coal. Now, I'm in Australia, and obviously coal is something that the Australian government is definitely passionate about even though it's not really something I'm interested in. And this was quite disappointing for many Australians of how we didn't hold our nerve and phase out something that we know is contributing significantly to climate change. We did put some funding and an intention around electrical cars and increasing the volume of electric cars and phasing out fossil fuel-driven cars in the next decade, plus putting some secured funds against sustainability and environmental change initiatives, plus, of course, plenty more trees. But the pulse of climate change remains weak around the world. And the real message here is, I think that change and transformation starts with each of us individually. We need to be the change. We need to become the transformation that we most want to see in the world. That transformation starts with you. And I want to make it 
really clear distinction between change and transformation at this point. Now, climate change, the word change, it's influenced and affected by external factors outside of the phenomena itself. If we apply this to ourselves individually, change is something that happens around us. It's influenced by external factors and is viewed and seen and recognized externally to ourselves. It's modifying our actions or modifying our behaviors to achieve a different result. That result is observable either in the behaviors that I or others undertake or in the systems, processes, structures that inform and support that change occurring. In essence, a successful change is one that we can define early in the process and like a goal, we can pursue it and progress towards it, towards its realization. But a transformation is something quite different. And I think this is the first hiccup when we think about large-scale global change is that we're calling it change and not a transformation. A transformation, on the other hand, is an in, in internally driven and factors that are internal to oneself or internal to the situation call upon and drive that change. In essence, it's around our identity. The people who are most affected by that change need to do the transformation required for that change to occur. It's modifying the core beliefs that underpin long-lasting and enduring behavior change. It's intangible. It's about our mindsets, our values and our beliefs, our ways of understanding the world and our mental models for how the world works. Our world individually, our world in relation to others those might be in business with, and ultimately the world at large. It's a cultural shift as well. If we truly want to see change in climate change, socially and at a societal level, we need to go undergo transformation, fundamentally shifting our beliefs. For example, the world is an infinite resource that's able to cope with relentless and endless growth. That belief from a system thinking perspective is flawed. And as a consequence of that belief being maintained, it is inevitable that we won't be able to get the climate change that we most need right now for our planet. Success in transformation is something that is redefined through the very process of the transformation. What we thought the transformation was about and what success looked like for that transformation will be vastly different at the end of that journey than at the beginning. And this is something that makes change and transformation so difficult for people. We might dream big about our change and transformation, but unless we can really see and understand that that journey will change through the process of transformation and that we need to understand that we'll have periods of time through that transformation of significant uncertainty, ambiguity and a degree of uncomfortability, then we won't start. Now, in a previous podcast, I've talked about the importance of dreaming big and I'm going to put the details for that podcast in the show notes for this episode. But in dreaming big and being bold, I also spoke about the importance 
of establishing a set of provocative propositions that tr- that translate the ambiguity of dreaming big into the practicality of activity and actions, behaviors for change. And this is part of the picture. Translating big and bold change initiatives, dreams for a better future, and identifying the pathways, the pragmatic and practical steps for making them happen. But in this podcast and this episode, I want to talk to the change maker who also wants to dream big, and I mean dreams big about a better future for themselves and for others, but is also ready and recognizes that that change and that transformation starts from within, from the individual, the individual change maker, a recognition that they need to be that change. To transform others, we first need to transform ourselves. And I'm reminded of a poem by one of my most favorite poets, David White, called Start Close In. So I'm going to start with this poem when I start to unpack what needs to be different as change makers and thriving entrepreneurs as we start to think about how do we create the transformation we want to see in the world? How do we start to fulfill and realize our enduring purpose and make it real and tangible in the world knowing that success for our purpose may be something that we won't realize in our lifetime start close in a poem by david white start close in don't take the second step or the third start with the first thing close in the step you don't want to take Start with the ground you know, that pale ground beneath your feet, your own way of starting the conversation. Start with your own question. Give up on other people's questions. Don't let them smother something simple. To find another voice, follow your own voice. Wait until that voice becomes a private ear listening to another. Start right now taking a small step you can call your own. Don't follow someone else's heroics. Be humble and focused. Start close in. Don't mistake that other for your own. Now, in this poem, Start Close In, some of the answers for why transformation and significant change efforts fail are written inside the words of this poem. Start close in. Don't take the second step or the third. Start with the first thing close in, the step you don't want to take. True transformation, enduring change, starts with us committing to changing something we don't want to change. And I think this is one of the first failings of the COP26 summit. When we think about those 197 participating countries and the leaders that represented society at that summit, did they really want to change? Now, I can only talk on behalf of the Australian government who in the lead up to COP26, they weren't even going to attend. And in attending, then spent the weeks in the lead up to the leaving 
our Prime Minister trying to negotiate and deal internally with his own political party to try and get activity on climate change. Take the step you don't want to take. I don't think that actually occurred. So fundamentally, if we're about transformation, we need to start close in. Start with the first thing, the step you don't want to take. Transformation is not something that is piecemeal. Transformation is all-encompassing. Everything about yourself, your scenario, your situation, your business, your change effort changes when you transform. Start with the ground that you know, the immediate situation, the immediate scenario. Oftentimes we start to plan out a change and a transformation, thinking bold and looking and always staying in the future, not paying attention to current reality, the actual situation that is occurring right now. Start with your own question, not other people's questions. How do you engage in the simplest version of your own transformation? Not trying to copy others, not trying to be heroic like others might be heroic, not trying to adjust what you can do, but truly being you. Be humble, be focused, start close in, don't mistake that other for your own. The only transformation you can realize is the transformation that is yours to realize. Modifying your own core beliefs. Now this, I know is talking about an individual, but the same applies at a team level, at an organizational level, at a market level, and ultimately at a societal and global level. We can only make the change that is ours to make. And most importantly, the change starts with us. Start by starting is another element of successful change. I've been in many scenarios and many organizations and many teams where we've talked a good game about change but haven't actually done anything. <laughs> it's really important to make that first step. Start small and start by starting something. I remember I was early in my career first starting my business for the first time and talking with a friend about a particular type of work I wanted to do without having any evidence that I could do it. Now, I knew I could do it and I'd done it for myself personally. But selling that and offering that as a service to a client is not something that I had a case study for. So what did I do? I started. I started by running my own project as evidence that I could run a project for somebody else of the same nature. It's really important when you start by starting to maintain positive change at all costs. The effort needed to shift the inertia towards a change rather than staying the same is so great. It's the hardest part of the journey. Once you start, maintain momentum. Now, you might be asking, how do you maintain momentum when the going gets tough? Make the change smaller. It doesn't matter how small the change, as long as you keep going. As long as you're making incremental movement towards the success as you envision it recognizing that through transformation that success and what you 
measure of what you consider to be success will change. And recognizing that with every small step you make, you're reinforcing a new set of beliefs for yourself. We need to become the change. We need to become the first advocate for that change. We need to be the transformation that you want to see for the world. You need to own that inevitably you need to transform in order to enact any change in the world. And of course, critically, you need to be patient. I know I've said this previously, but any change and transformation will always take twice as long as we desire and half as long as it needs. Nothing will ever change fast enough. I was just talking with a client this morning on a project that's been at it for a year and he's frustrated that change is taking too long. And I said to that person, just remember that every single person that you interact with, somebody, somebody will be at the start of that change and transformation journey, even though you're nearing its end. Transformation invites people to start in their own time. And our invitation is to be with them every step of the way. This leads me to some of my own planning. The last couple of weeks I've been thinking about my own change and my own transformation. For nearly 18 months now, I've been running my Purposeful Positivity program, which was rebadged the Positive Change 3X effect earlier on in the year. 18 months I've been running this program and it's been quite successful, but not as successful as I would like. And I've really had to reimagine what success looks like for this program. And I've reimagined it as success is a learning experience about what to do next, not the result that I had first aspired for this program. And as soon as I made that mental shift, that change in my belief about what success looks like and what the phase I'm in, I'm in a phase of learning rather than a phase of delivery, it changed everything. And it shifted my whole frame for how I think about positive change and, the tra- and how I realized the transformation for the world that I aspire to create. Personal positivity, my personal change, becomes one linchpin, a central figure in a much larger element around positive change and how it occurs. The next phase of my own evolution around this program and my own work online is about building positive change communities. I've talked about it and written about it for nearly a year and this is the next step, my own personal transformation. The next step of that transformation is about how I change how I'm in relationship with other people, how I'm in relationship with my team, and ultimately how I'm in relationship with my communities. I'm recognizing, of course, that success is only realized in hindsight. And yes, I have been successful and it has enabled and set me up for the next phase. So my own personal action is to meet different people and have different conversations. To aspire to a different type and level of impact. Scaling larger, focusing more acutely on change makers and enabling change makers to change the world. 
to be the difference maker to the difference makers. And for me, this is even more measurable than my previous attempt. So I'm super excited now to scale out what's next for me and have those who listen to this podcast part of that element. Positive partnerships, positive impact and positive change. Building communities, building collaborations and ultimately building a more significant contribution for humanity. So in my positive change program and in its current state and where it's becoming, there'll be even more of an influence and importance focus on building the beliefs you need to transition through your transformation. So I want to offer something at the end of this podcast about where to start with your own transformation on your own positive change journey and being that change maker you most aspire to become for the world. Start close in. Don't take the second step or the third Start with the first thing, close in the step you don't want to take. And that first step of true transformation is naming your current belief around your own business and who you are in it. Now, my own belief that I've been really working with lately is I'm an entrepreneur. But actually, I'm more than this. I'm a change maker. I'm a difference maker to difference makers. I need to name the belief And second, you need to identify and name how it has made you successful to this point. Third step is to identify how that belief that's made you successful to this point is now holding you back. I'm an entrepreneur. I've had nearly 20 years of running my own business successfully. Bought my first house put the kids through school, work with some amazing people. But it's now holding me back. I have larger aspirations. Name your new aspirational belief. I'm a difference maker to difference makers. I'm a change maker. And what are the new possible naming those new possibilities that stem from that belief? I go into this in my program in significant detail. How do you create a new habit? Every new habit needs a positive reinforcing emotion. The thing that you aspire to feel more that then results in you activating a behavior that creates the aspirational feeling more and more. So if you first name that belief and how it made you successful but how it's holding you back and then name that new aspirational belief, The next step is to identify the new possibilities that will stem from that belief, the motivations that you most want to experience in living life through that belief. I want to work with amazing people who want to change the world. Next, identify that new belief's next close-in action. For me, that's about meeting new people and that new beliefs new way of thinking transformation is to be embraced a willingness to let go of all that is in order to enable what 
can come next is fundamentally the way of thinking that I am deeply inspired to pursue. So on that note, this particular podcast was about dreaming big but starting small and really thinking about the distinction between change and transformation. And fundamentally important, any change in the outside world starts with a transformation in your inside world. Now, whether that be you individually, your team, your organization, your community group, or ultimately society at large. One of the greatest failures of our current time is our inability to act upon changing climate conditions and global warming. That transformation requires us to believe something different to enable different action. What belief are you willing to change? What belief are you willing to compromise and call into question in order to create new possibilities for yourself? Drop me a line in the DMs on Instagram or on Facebook. Let me know. I'm really interested to hear how you're willing to compromise a current belief to open up the potentiality of a new future and a new transformation for yourself and for the people you love and for the people that you serve. Until next time, this has been the Positive Change Podcast. See you soon. Hi, and thank you so much for checking out another episode of the Positive Change Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe using the button below and make sure you also click the bell icon to get notified every time we release a new episode. If you're looking for the show notes for this episode, we have them in the link underneath, as well as our social media handles and some links to free training and other offers that we drop from time to time to help you go from overwhelmed to thriving in pursuing your best life. So go ahead and check out this episode's show notes if you're interested. And thank you so much for tuning into the Positive Change Podcast.